Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Welcome to By the Mash Tun, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer, and have a nice little chat about some beer. I'm Mike Harrison Wood. I'm Carl Noble. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. It's raining. It's it's miserable. <laughs> it's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's miserable, but it's definitely raining. I quite like it. Um, and, <laughs> you know, there's nothing better to do on a day like this than brew some beer. No, true. Because, uh, you know. Yeah. You're it's, completely indoors here. Yeah, so. you're completely indoors. Whereas, you, maybe not yeah. so much because you're in your garage. Yeah, so luckily but, it's one of your brew days today. Luckily it's one of my brew days. So do you just like not brew in the rain or do you just deal with it? Because there's well, a lot of people brew outside, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, and there's, understand there's how they people do that. that do it in the garage with like the, the door open and stuff like that as well. But yeah. um, since I've got electric burners rather than gas, gas it's yeah. don't need to just, worry. Just wrap up warm. Just wrap up and, warm. It, and it's only when I'm transitioning from the house to the garage that it's a problem. Do you not find that the um, and it takes longer to like heat your water up and stuff like that? Oh yeah, like, like do, oh, yeah. Do, does it cost you more to brew in the winter than it does in the summer? Probably, yeah. I mean, probably not much, but well, still, oh, yeah. Because uh, you've also got a colder groundwater temperature and yes, yeah. Oh, that makes such a difference. Like getting the water up to temperature it makes such a difference. But easy way around that: draw your water off the night before, mm. leave it in your house. Yeah, it'll yeah. rise up to uh, room temperature. And then bang it in. But the good thing about groundwater temperature being cool is when you come to uh, cool your Doing beer, chill, yeah, yeah. it drops straight down. It's amazing. I love brewing in the winter for that reason. All right. Winter brews. Enough of that. What are we brewing today? Uh, an American lager. An American lager. American lager. So th- like, this is a style. I mean, we've we've brewed lagers before. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we quite enjoy brewing a lager. But American lager, it's not really a style I ever thought. Oh, I really fancy giving that a go. <laughs> you look at all the commercial examples of that and you go, that's what I want. Yeah. I, I want it, that. Because that's it. Like, I mean, you know, there's there's some good examples out there and there's some iconic examples oh, out yeah. there. Um, and they're not, <laughs> they're not bad beers. They're just not really what I fancy. But, you know, th- this this whole endeavour is not just about brewing what I want. It's about It's about trying styles because... In brewing this, it might change how I brew uh, other lagers. It might change how I brew other beers. It gives me a better understanding of uh, my brewing processes, uh, my recipe creation. Because as we've said so many times before when it comes to lager, you can't hide anywhere. No, and that is especially true with an American lager. Because it's so... There's 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 no way to go. I mean, like the grain bill, it's... It's just so simple. And yeah. then the hop bill is Minuscule. practically non-existent. Yeah, single digits of grams. That's yeah, thing. it's absolute madness. Um, and then that is part of the style, the fact that it's so easygoing and, and drinkable without yeah. having to think about anything. You can just be drinking it means that the, there's 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 really no space for any flaws whatsoever no, no. Like a, a, a small amount of something creeping in is going to be way more noticeable in american lager than anything else so you've yeah. really got to be on your game you've got to brew the best beer you can brew in order to brew an american lager well that's it like you you, you can't you can't have fluctuations in temperature for fermentation like you know you, you can't hide anything there 
it's not like you can just bang in loads of hops to like or loads mm. of different flavored hops to hide an imbalance in your grain and your hop bill like there's no there's just nowhere to go so you've just got to be on it um and it was actually quite interesting doing the research on this because obviously we all know like budweiser is the big one yeah like, like, like budweiser the, is the iconic the american lager um and everyone goes oh yeah but it's it, it's it's all just brewed with like rice and corn and it just hasn't got any like good flavors and stuff and it was actually quite interesting looking at the history as to why that happened mm. um so obviously lager was a um was a style brought to america um by like people coming from germany so they brought pilsner but they didn't have access to um like the standard barley the standard sort of like two row barley they right. had six row barley which is much more robust a lot more protein um mm. and just you know slightly bigger flavors um but they also didn't have access to the hops you know the classic the classic yeah, hops like SARS yeah. and stuff like that so, so they're they not going to age well and travel not across really the Atlantic, no they? so they, they didn't have access to that so to kind of balance out the real robust flavor of that six row barley they start banging in corn and um, like things like that or maize, just to try and drop down the robust flavour so that the the hops that they could get um, yeah. actually uh, balanced actually yeah. balanced out a bit better. Um, and then you know, so they did that for quite a long time, and then you ended up with uh, the Second World War having a big impact on uh, the access to barley in general. Okay. So, like, to do with the war effort, obviously, they were, like they were keeping back a lot of the grain um, for food production as mm. opposed to beer production. So the breweries went, "All right, rice then." So that's why rice is used, and it's more it's more widely used now, even though barley is available. Just because after the war they didn't change, they just yeah. didn't change the processes. The, everyone got used to how the beer was tasting. Yeah, exactly. And they just kept doing it. So you ended up with a higher percentage of uh, rice and corn in the beers than you did with barley. Like it wasn't just mm. flour, even though also oh, more than fifty percent adjunct. Well, I mean, it depends. It depends which which brews you look at. I mean, right, obviously, okay. I haven't been able to look at like Budweiser's recipe and stuff like that because. I won't be allowed to. Um, <laughs> you know, they're not going to show me. Uh, but from the research that I've done, like it's the adjuncts up to forty percent of your grain bill can be adjunct. It can be corn, rice. Mm. So you're looking at sixty percent. But in this recipe, I've gone for German two row. So I've wanted to kind of hold back on going for the full amount on the corn. Mm. I um, assume some of that's the availability. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just couldn't get a hold of American six row. Um, it's probably so, not easy to get hold of in the UK at I don't all. Really, think is it? so? But no. Um, there, there might be some other types of six row, but um, yeah, I mean, it's very possible that that type of barley just isn't really in existence in America anymore either. Um, mm. I mean, if anybody, if anybody is listening in America and you know whether or not <laughs> that that same strain of American six row barley that was used originally for making American lagers is still kicking about, uh, mm. you know, get in touch because be interested to know if that yeah. still is there. Brewing with sort of um, heritage grains and yes, stuff. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but what is interesting is that they continue to brew that style after the war and even up to now when they have got access to um, the sorts of uh, ingredients that would have been available to the Germans who, who brought the style of beer to America. 
Mm. Uh, so, you know, they've got access to the hops now, but they still haven't changed what they're doing. But I think it's because it's, it's a lucrative style. People yeah, like it. It's yeah. really easy and drinking. And people are used to it as well. Yeah. And some people don't like change. Yeah. And some people really like a light beer. Yeah. So exactly. there you go. L-I-T-E. Uh, like this, this is not uh, an American light lager. This is just a straight up American okay. lager. So it's um, a little bit pokier. It'll, it'll be a little bit on the sort of like heavier side. Um, so I'll give you a quick run through of the recipe. Um, as usual, all of our ingredients are supplied by the Malt Miller. Um, so you can go onto their website, themaltmiller.co.uk, and you can find our recipe there. Uh, you can hit order and it'll get delivered to you and you can just brew the recipe. Mm. Uh, it comes with all the instructions. Um, and yeah, it's a really fantastic way of, if you're unsure of how to kind of put the recipe together yourself, give ours a go. Yeah, true. Yeah, if, you know, if, if you're interested in doing an American lager as a challenge to yourself and to, yeah. to try and find out where the gaps in your brewing may or may not exist. Uh, this is, good, this is definitely a good style, a good style yeah. to find out. Um, and also... If you have brewed any of our recipes from the Malt Miller, please get in touch and let us know if we can change yes. anything. Uh, let us know how you found it, whether or not you had any issues with the brewing or whether or not you've got any ideas as to how we can tweak the recipes. Yes, well, we did uh, get some communication we did. from uh, someone who actually took a punt on the Quike Hellers oh. uh, from, from a little while ago. Um, I've I tell you, like while you're looking through that, I'll give you a quick uh, rundown on my uh, recipe. So we're looking at German two row pilsner malt. Uh, that is making up about sixty six percent of the grain bill. Okay, and then thirty three percent of the grain bill is flaked corn. Okay, so maize. Yes, yeah. essentially. Um, and then we've got seventeen grams of Northern Brewer going in as the bittering. That's not a lot. It's not a lot at all. Like I mean. Y- very, very little. Yeah. It's adding about 13 IBUs. <laughs> Just okay. next to note. Um, and then 10 grams of SARS, five minutes. Uh, just just so to give it a slight sort of spiciness, yeah. just, just like just a little. Hmm. Um, and then I'm using um, Y Yeast American Pilsner yeah. Um, yeah. yeast. Just and, and so that is a specifically American strain. Yes, yeah, yeah. So and like the their flavorings, like kind of the the characteristics on Maltmo's website, says that it has similar characteristics to one of the most popular um, American <laughs> lager styles. Yeah, let me guess. Budweiser, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, whether or not it is actually the same yeast Budweiser use or not, I have no idea. But like you know, the rest like the 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 notes do say, oh, it's a lot like that. Mm. So yeah, and that's it. That's that's the whole recipe. Nice, like, simple. It's I mean two it, grains, two hops, one yeah. yeast. Like the the color is six point two EBC, so pale, really, really <laughs> pale. Like I be used thirteen point nine. Um, my OG should be one oh four six, so it should come out at about. 4.7 percent that's that smashable that's it's 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 pretty spot on so obviously um the fermentation process is where it's going to be at i'm sticking to my standard lager profile Mm. so 10 degrees two weeks like let that ferment out diacetyl rest rise it up to 16 degrees for three days and then take it from 16 down to three over a 30 day period 
that's 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 my standard for lagering that's it's just a the good way standard yeah, exactly yeah. Like, it, it's tried and tested it seems to work um <laughs> and yeah then just get it kegged and that's it yeah and you know yeah get drinking you can it. you can lager it in the keg exactly yeah. um so yeah that's that's my recipe that's that's my very brief understanding of the history of american lagers um yeah like i think it's it's actually quite an interesting style to do the research on. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I a lot really, of history there. It's good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to actually seeing how it turns out. It's not just the simple, oh, it's really watery beer. And it's like, <laughs> ah, but maybe it's not. Maybe yeah, there is more yeah. to it. Especially- maybe there, there's, there'll be subtle notes that you're picking out that you didn't before. But that's it. Like, I mean, I, I haven't tried the beers we've got lined up today. I haven't tried these since we've started doing this. So I've yeah. never looked at these beers right, okay. under a truly critical eye to see how your not, palate's changed. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to give it a truly critical eye this time, <laughs> but more critical than, you know. Nice. Um yes, uh, so yes, shout out to um Dan who is at Old Pine Box on Twitter. Okay. Uh for showing us a picture of his lovely uh Quake Hellers that oh. he did from our recipe he said he, he had a bit of trouble getting the temperature up he only managed 35 degrees <laughs> that, that's still pretty good though yeah yeah i i, I had some problems with that one yes we, you did yeah, yeah. Uh, in a future final gravity i'll get into the the real nitty-gritty with that but yeah yeah we'll, we'll we'll get into that anyway uh before we go and grab a beer yeah i think it's probably time for a bit of beer yay beer yay it's time for the beer new <laughs> wow you really dragged that out you got yeah, some beer news mate what was yeah. it yeah oh it's just a little bit of silly fun this one right just, go on then just a little bit of silly fun Run it uh, by me. apparently um northern monk very well respected brewery i've drunk a lot of their beers that i very much like uh i even Went to a wedding at their brewery. Yep. Which was, yeah, I remember which was saying. lovely. Yeah. Uh, hello, Anis and Mike. Hello. Um, they've made a beer at the top of Ben Nevis. Well, I mean, I've been to the top of Ben Nevis. Yeah. Did you see them? Well, no, because this was, I mean, this was like February this year. Okay. And they, they went there. They went there. There's not really any way to brew it. No. I'm, I'm not gonna like. There's not. There's no like brew house. No. Like like, like there's, there's no little shack like, or anything. Like, well, there, there there is a shack. Oh, is there? Like yeah, like 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 right at the top. It's a like a it's a rest. So basically, if you're in absolute dire need, you could sleep in it. It is a shelter. Right. Okay. But it's not easy to get into. You ain't you ain't getting a mash tun in there. <laughs> you sure as hell ain't getting a boiler in there. Like, yeah. So, but but there is there is also some um kind of collapsed buildings up there as well. Where there used to be sort of like right. other bits up there, so whether or not they use those as windbreaks or not, I don't know. But Maybe because I presume they lugged up loads of gas equipment as I well, so. rather than electricity. Yeah, because I mean, you're not going to hump solar panels up there, hoping you're going to get bloody yeah. sunshine on the top of the bed. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, apparently, four of them went up there, bringing all of the kit and ingredients. Wow! Uh, brewed a beer, an eleven percent uh, imperial stout, which they then barrel aged later on. Yeah. Um and all of this for charity as well. Apparently managed to raise a thousand pounds per bottle or something like wow. that. Wow. I think one of the bottles got a thousand. Yeah, because they because they auctioned they auctioned a couple of them on Thursday, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's it's it's great they're doing that for charity. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that makes it the most expensive 
well, probably not the most expensive because you're going to have some vintage stuff that's going to be. Yeah, but I imagine probably one more, of the most expensive see, recent commercial brews. Yeah, that brews. You, you buy direct from the brewery yes, for a thousand yeah, yeah. pounds. Uh, that's pretty impressive, though. It's pretty impressive. I'd yeah. love to because I wonder how much they actually made. Um, enough for what was it fifty bottles? I think I, I read. Okay, because um, I'm just thinking like once it's once it's brewed, you'd have to ferment it down the bottom. You didn't ferment it up there for two weeks, are you? No, because it'd be too cold. And and that's in a uh, it, it's fermented down the bottom in a whiskey cask as well. Not yeah. fermented in uh, probably it's aged. aged in yeah. In, so that means that they brewed the the water up there and then carried the water back down. Yeah, inoculated it. It'd be a really good way to oxygenate it, wouldn't it? <laughs> it like, would. In your backpack, just be sloshing very, about on your way sloshed. down. Very sloshed. I've thought of another thing because obviously uh, they're going to have to take the energy to to bring the gas and the water yeah. up, up the top though. But at the lower pressure, the water, the wort is actually going to boil at a lower temperature than if it was at sea level. Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not that high. No. It's it's not it's not it, like you know you're talking like <laughs> what 1090 or sorry what maybe 1200 meters something like that. Yeah, I can't remember what the Yeah. Oh no. I've just realized cuz in a I think isn't the isn't the boiling point of water in a vacuum is like 35 degrees or something like it's really low. Is it? Yeah. Just because there's no pressure. Yeah, yeah. So that must mean that there is an altitude at which you can't make beer because the mash will start to boil. Oh god. Yeah. So like on Everest you can't brew beer. Presumably not. Right, let's never move to Everest then. Never. All right. Okay. <laughs> let's let's make a pact there. We've chatted enough nonsense. Yeah, should we should we go get a beer and chat nonsense about that? Right, what have we got here then, Mike? So to ease us in gently. <laughs> this is, I like this, yeah. Yeah, I've gone for the the weaker one. Uh, this is Cause Light. Cause Light, mate. Otherwise known as Cause Light. <laughs> this is like, like again, just so iconic. Like, like for me, this is uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme standing in tight jeans in the mountains somewhere. Yes. Like, it's advertised as being like, you know, you have to drink this. It's cold as liquid nitrogen. Cold because it is... How cold is it? It is, vis- it is unpleasant warm. It yeah. is, is yeah. what I'm inferring from that, but... Like, well, I, I reckon. I reckon we go. I reckon we go straight in. Uh, right. and it's, then, we'll, it's fairly cold. So okay, so let, let's drink it. Then we'll talk about it. So okay. we get it at its best. Right, I'm gonna have a go first. Go, yeah, you go first. I'm wondering, did you put the others in the freezer to really bring them down? I didn't. Oh, we should have um, done that. That's quite soft. Is it? Okay, I'll, yeah. let, let me have a go. I mean, it's it's real pale. Yeah, real oh, clear. Super super pale. Head didn't last Smells long. Smells exactly like so, I'd expect. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's 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 got a bit of a sort of orangey sweetness, maybe maltiness but not really a huge amount it lingers just just enough i do want another sip though that's yeah ah damn i mean that's how they get you that's that's it's very non-offensive that's i think that's very yeah that's what you can say about this it's so inoffensive that you can't be angry at it what's the percentage (laughs) four that's not bad for four percent you can barely taste it well, it's, that, like it's, the point. it's like it's going down. I don't even know I've drank any. Yeah. Like, you, Your you pint's finished. Oh, like, it's done. gone. Yeah. Like, it, it is still beer, though. Like, it's still definitely beer. Like, like you can definitely taste that, like, there's there's no there's no hop. There's no, like, super bitterness. No. There's a slight sweetness, which I'm assuming comes from the maize. Um, Maybe. Yeah, it's, Maybe. It, it is slightly corny. 
But I don't know if that, I don't know if that's just because I'm expecting corn. That's the yeah, thing. yeah. You're sort of uh, but but corn definitely does it. have a very specific taste. So yeah, because that was something else I also looked at with the research was uh, sort of corn and maize does have a very, little yeah. bit of a flavour, whereas yeah. rice almost none. Yeah, like, non-existent. Just, if you just, just sugar. want, if you just want sugar, yeah, just yeah. use rice or, it's a, it's or really, use sugar or just use sugar. Yeah. So give us a right. So this, yeah, it's a big bowl. It's a big um, bottle. It's brown bottle. It's brown though. It's brown. Yeah. I like that. Uh, you're gonna put some beer in this. Uh, I, I might. Yeah. I, I might put my American lager in it, mate. Yeah. Oh. Oh. There ah. you go. Ah. There you yeah. Go. You know what I mean. Um, but yes, uh, it is brewed in the UK. Right. Um, yes. In that's a bit sad. Yeah. Burton on Trent, uh, Molson cause. I mean, I have drank this in America. Yeah. Yeah. How's your taste memory? Can you? Compare it. I, 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 I was I, I was drunk. Okay, so <laughs> I drank a lot. Yeah, lie. it's easy to drink a lot. Of. It was cheap as well. That's yeah. the thing. It's, it, was, it was cheap in America. Like, yeah, nick- right. yeah. Like, noticeably cheaper to buy something like this than yes. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like you're talking like I don't know dollar fifty. Jesus. Yeah. Whereas you know in the, in the UK tradition, uh, you've got all your lagers and they'll be just as expensive as everything else. Sometimes even more so. So, yeah. so where did you say it was brewed? Uh, yeah, uh, Molson Coors, Burton on Trent. I've worked there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I mean, like, like not, not in like a, a brewing capacity in any no. sort of way. So, so you know, you know how I do a job where like I hang on ropes. Yeah, you, you're rigging and you. Yeah, so I'm an industrial abseiler. Yeah. Um, well, it was when I was working onshore at one point. Uh, a job came through, um, and it it's come through to the company I was working for before. Um, basically, some water had got into one of the grain silos. And their grain silos are massive. So they have to have people go into the grain silo. Um, and if water's got into it, obviously the grain starts to kind of go moldy and yeah. hard. So it uh, starts to it kind dries, of solidify. Yeah. Um, so when they open the chutes, because it's all automated, they open the chutes, nothing nothing comes through. So we were there having to dig it all out, um, which is horrible. Yeah. Because, I, like, I mean, we wore like full face masks and stuff, but you. I woke. I got very, very ill, like the that literally that night. It, it came on within like two hours, yeah, because some dust had got under my mask, right? And it'd be something to do in the dust went because it got wet, and literally, I got I got ill, and it was headache, sweating, horrible. Next morning, I woke up perfectly fine. Oh, wow. It hit me within an, an hour or two, and was gone immediately. And it was just like, well, that's really odd. Just um, your body fighting off. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't I know what it was. It was weird. Um, but what I did like was actually when you're in the brewery, you go below where the shoots are, and it's all like wooden boxed in conveyor belts. What? Like, well, <laughs> that because it's weird. Yeah, because obviously all, all the all the sh- all the doors are automatic on the silo, so like they obviously the computer just programs it in. It just opens out, drops on a conveyor belt, and sent to the mash tun, mm. and it's all just automated, isn't it? Um, so yeah, like you go down and there's just like you know, boxed in conveyor belts and stuff like that. So it looks old school because it's in an old brewery. Mm. But yeah, that must f- quite be a big modern. challenge. Yeah. It's like, well, this is, this is odd. <laughs> like, I've yeah. done brewery tours before. But I mean, it was before I'd got into home brewing. Nice. I bet I, I bet you, if you went back there now, you'd have a very different perspective yes. oh, on definitely. what's going on. Definitely, yeah. It was just the size of the grain silos. Massive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we we have a uh, a silo at West Barks as well. Yeah. Um. Just because we use enough Marisota that we need. You it. need a silo. Yeah. yeah. 
which is lovely. I mean, there are worse malts to have a huge amount of. <laughs> yeah, no. so. so I imagine, I mean, like maybe, maybe you guys get the same thing. Like, you know, if I ever get stuck grain or anything, give us a shout. I'll, I'll add to it. Maybe <laughs> kick it out, mate. Oof. Yeah, do it for a few beers. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right, I'll let them know. Talking about beers. Yeah. All right, another, one? another one. All right, what have we got now? We've got the king of beers. The king of beers. The king of beers. I mean, did you ever think we were going to be graced with such royalty? Uh, no, I can't think of anybody wiser. But apart than, from Bud. The Mike Bud. <laughs> Bud. So, Budweiser. Budweiser, yeah. That, that, the I American mean, Budweiser, not Budvar. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the American. It is, I mean, they say in silver, silver lettering on their classic red and white label, Budweiser, king of beers. King of beers. Brewed by our original process from the choicest hops rich and best barley malt they mention nothing yeah about corn or rice or rice no um it is i could read some of the i could read some of the gumph do you want do you want me to read some gumph ah uh, go on then okay so this is the famous budweiser beer we know of no brand produced by any other brew which costs so much to brew and age they should get in touch with northern monk <laughs> our exclusive beechwood aging Produces a taste, oh, a smoothness, yeah. and a drinkability you will find in no other beer at any price. Yeah, I heard about this that they age any in, in Beechwood, um, and that the reason they pick specifically Beechwood rather than any other wood is that it imparts the least flavour. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> I Why bother? Yeah. So, like with old ales and stuff, you want you want that oakiness. Yeah, yeah. You want yeah. that, like. Whereas they they're just like now now we want to age it in wood, but we don't want it to have any effect on the beer. That's an interesting or, choice. Or the minimum amount it can have, I guess. Um, Four point five percent. Okay. Um, and obviously they do the born on date and the best before date. Yeah. Which um, is useful, like having having a packaging date. There is no born on. Like, it doesn't have oh, a born on date. Maybe it's got was... maybe it's got a best before date. August twenty. 7.30 in the morning. Okay. So it's probably... On, so so it's August 2020. Yeah. So it's probably 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. On which day in August? I don't... <laughs> just like, as soon as it hits August, 7.30 in the morning, start of yeah. August. That's 1st it. of August. 1st yeah. of August, yeah. D- does this make any sense to you? Uh, born on date, L9253SX. That's the born on date. Is it? No, it, is that what it says? Born on date, yeah. colon... And then that code. Yeah, kind of. Okay, no. Uh, this was uh, brewed in the UK. Yep. Distributed by AB InBev Limited. Yeah. LU13LS. Consumer helpline 087024. <laughs> you don't have to read the number. There's not right. a lot of information okay. on this, really. So, so Right, so the one of the plans like with these beers, right? obviously, that they don't have a huge amount to talk about them in and of themselves because they are so incredibly subtle yes that you need palettes presumably better than ours to really, really pick up on the nuances to, to delve into it on its own one of the things we can do is direct comparisons so yes. uh we've got a bit more than usual today so we will be doing a lot of back and forth trying one then the other seeing how it really compares first off visually the the budweiser is a little bit darker than the cause light it's got more it's flavor yeah oh does it yeah, but I mean, I expect that from something called light. I'd expect it to be light on flavour as well. Mm, but, ooh, sweeter? Yeah. 
Yeah, but sweet. And and it's then... a, sli- a slightly more sugary taste at the end. Hmm. Yeah, like maybe a hint of that sort of vanilla sweet. Yeah. Um. Maybe that's come from the beech wood. Maybe. That's imparted maybe. in flavor. Maybe. Yeah, um, a bit sort of cream soda-y sort of yeah. lingerness. Ling- lingeringness. It's not so much on the nose, though, actually. I found the cause Light... The cause the cause Light smells better, I think. It smells more appealing. Mm. Does but it taste in, more appealing? But in flavor... Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a bit more light. It's way more subtle. I don't want to use the word watery. No. But I'm going to use the word watery. Okay, it's watery. It's a bit more watery. Yeah. I mean, it's 0.5 less. Yeah. But, but I mean, I suppose that like that's the thing with the cause light. Is it's supposed to be... That it's supposed to be that level of drinkability. It's supposed to be like drinking fizzy water. Yeah. And now you that drunk. you say that, that's all I can taste. <laughs> is the lack of anything. Uh, no, I'd... the good thing about these beers, I mean, I don't know, subconsciously encouraging myself to take big mouthfuls. Right, yeah, rather than sips. Like, I'm, I'm, normally... I'm not taking like subtle sips and going, ooh, just ooh, what, what flavors? Yeah. It's like I'm getting a big old mouthful. I'm, I'm chugging it down to get a big wash in the mouth. Yeah, I've just done a big wash in the mouth. And it's, like, it's quite satisfying, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So and even like, then, I'm I'm really struggling to pick up anything that's not like a hint of malt with a slight sweet finish. Yeah, but again, like it's, hop character non-existent. It's not so really, I, th- is I, th- it? I think for like my recipe, that low level of IBUs is pretty much spot on. Nice. You don't want to be. No, you don't. You don't want it to still. You to just want to balance out the the corn slightly. Ooh. And I, that's something that is starting to creep through a bit is that the cause light might have a more hoppy flavour. Yes, but I think, now, that, I think now that's that on the nose as well. I think that's maybe what's making it more appealing on the nose. Yeah. It's just that aftertaste is just a bit more noble and a bit yes. less sweet malt. Yeah. But, I, I mean, mean, still, they're so similar as well. It's like they're, they're not... <laughs> you go into the bar and see them both on tap and they'll be people drinking both of them but they're really similar yeah but i reckon these these are the sort of things that like have an like an iconic following people are like no no i'm a bud man yeah or, i no, drink bud i drink cause light and the yeah. thing is is the next beer the next beer has a cult following <laughs> true should we okay, should we get the next it, yeah. beer and we chat about it Right then, uh, so iconic beer number three. Yeah. What is it? It's established in Milwaukee, eighteen forty-four. <laughs> You're not doing an M S advert, mate. <laughs> it's Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh my god! Yeah. So like this, this has like I don't know, even more so than Budweiser. This has a cult following. Yeah, it's it is um, quite notorious in sort of hipster circles and hipster circles in the uk in the uk yeah because but, it was quite difficult to get hold of yeah at one point but in the us not so much it, like no, it's redneck exactly it's, like that, that that's exactly what it is like like you see it in tv shows you see it in films you know it's the classic you drink the can you crush it and you throw it over your head <laughs> you shoot it with, a, with a bb it, or yeah. gun or yeah. you do like you do this you stab it and you shotgun it yeah are we are we shotgunning these cans yeah well we've already opened them but we oh, do that's for true. once for the for the only time ever we've got a can each yeah and we're <laughs> drinking straight from the can yeah, not they, from a glass they, so they, couldn't tell you what it looks like no Could it's be. it's difficult to buy a single can of pbr so 
I've uh, got a And this is pack. cheap in America. Yeah, it's quite cheap in the UK now because... Yeah, it used to, it used to be expensive. It is now brewed in the UK. Right, okay, so... Go on, uh, give us a give us a bit of a rundown for it. Uh, so yeah, brewed in the UK and distributed by CNC Group. Who's that? I don't know. Based in Ireland. A classic yeah. brewery. Uh, no, there's not much information there. No, apparently but, not. Uh, yes, is this, there a is, this is the original Pabs Blue Ribbon beer. Nature's choicest products provide its prized flavour. Sorry, this is very difficult to read because it's very cursive script. Uh, only the finest of hops and grains are used, selected as America's best in 1893. Wow. So presumably this was before uh, rice was used. It might have been, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. very possible that PBR never... Never got on that never, rice train. Never got on the rice train. Or the, the uh, maize train. Uh, the, the, uh, no, I think they'd have got on the maize train. Uh, contains barley malt, select grains... Uh, that sounds like rice to me, like. Yeah, that could it'll be. Be, it'll that definitely could be, be maize, though. Maize will definitely oh, be in there. Oh, it's pasteurised as well. Oh, but it's not going to go off. <laughs> I can give it a blue top. Um, let, Let's, uh, yeah. yeah, cheers. Che- cheers, mate. There you go. Yeah, didn't make any noise, but we just clinked cans. So, you know, that's that's part of the, uh, the experience. Wow. That's... It's bitter. It's definitely got a lingering bitterness. Oh, that's yeah. very different to the other two. I mean, I say lingering, it was gone within like two seconds, but, yeah. you know, it, it's definitely still there. It's, yeah, it's a bit more pilsnery, isn't it? It's, it's a bit more pilsnery. It's, it's, yeah. it's a bit um, harsher. Mm. Like, that, that bite is there. Yeah. It's, it's not as sweet smooth. No, there's no, there's not, not that vanilla linger. Um, it's definitely still an American lager, but yeah. I don't know whether or not I'm just thinking that's an American lager because... It's PBR, and I know PBR is an American lager. <laughs> like if it someone if someone is, handed yeah. me that in a glass, and I wasn't drinking it out of the can, they didn't tell me what it was. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily go, "Oh yeah, yeah." Is, like, his, that's, that's one of the three main American lagers. Here's a new uh, up and coming brewery doing their first ever pilsner, and you drink it, and you go, "Yeah, right. I think I think I'd be okay with that." You know, I mean, it's not it's not it's not mind blowing. It's easy drinking. I mean, I think you've yeah. nearly finished your can. That that dry finish definitely helps with that. Yeah, it I'll just really have a bit does. more. It really a, does. I'm, I'm go- not I'm, sure. I'm going to go back. I'm going to try some Coors Light. Oh, yeah. See, should, see, how, uh, see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and the, this is what I'm talking about with the direct comparisons with everything being quite Oh, so similar. sweet. Even the Coors Light was sweet. But, yeah, that's... And now, and now for some Bud. The king of beers. Oh, it's a different kind of sweetness, though. Mmm. Yeah, the mind you, from the PBR, then trying the bud, the bud seems a bit drier. I don't know uh, if that's just a lingering dryness from the PBR, might, though. It might be drier, but the flavours are sweeter. No, that, no, but I, 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 I don't mean drier it, than the PBR. I just mean that it was dry. It tasted drier than when I had it earlier. Right, where it tasted big and full and sweet. Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, but I don't know if that's just the lingering bitterness from the PBR or not. Yeah, wash it around your mouth, Sam. What? Which one? All of them. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Don't I'll, mix. I'll. No, I, the, the Budweiser's still quite sweet. Um, okay, let's and let's get a big mouthful. As as I say, I don't, I don't think it's it's not that it's not just that it is literally sweet. I think a lot of the flavours that are in the Bud are normally in sweeter beers as well, and so there's that sort of secondary backing yes. up psychologically that it is a sweeter beer. Yeah. 
but it's just weird. I don't think I've ever drank this much American lager like as quickly. <laughs> it's quite sitting. gassy. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, is, gassy. that is another issue. There will be burps. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to. We'll try not to have many of them on air. Um, but yeah, is, it's interesting. Yeah, this is. They, I mean, they're, they're like, still so similar. Yeah, <laughs> that is it. Like I, the only one I could really kind of identify out of a lineup, I think, is probably the PBR as being different. I think if you handed me these two and just went, are these the same? Are these different? I'd be like, oh, it's a, it, it's a, it's a guess. Yeah. It'd definitely be a guess. Have you got a favourite though? I think it's, I think it's the PBR, mate. <laughs> I th- it, it's just because, yeah. it, it's just because it's got, I don't know, a bit more, it's that dryness. It's just got a little bit more complexity. Before the PBR, between Budweiser and Cause Light, it was actually the Cause Light. Oh wow! Because uh, okay. I preferred the aroma on the cause light. Yeah, that that hoppiness, and the thing maybe did it for me. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. think if I'm wanting just something like cold and fizzy, the cause light was uh, is actually probably where I would go over the bud. But a three Pabbas can. Blue Ribbon, get some of them in your freezer, chill them right down. Poor. Don't leave them in your freezer. No, no, they'll pop. But you and know, you've got slushy everywhere. Have, having a you know a, a prepared like get them six chilled, yeah, yeah, get get them chilled, and like, I think the PBR would out of all of them, if they were served at optimum temperature, which I think is like one degree, um, think the PBR would definitely sing through for me, just because that dryness would be mm. very cutting. Like these are thirst killers. That's the, that's, that's exactly the yeah, what you're yeah. doing. Like if it's hot out. And you just want something to kind of really cut through that thirst. That's exactly what these are designed to do. Yeah, it's true. They're functional. They're a means to an end. Yeah. More than a flavor explosion. Yeah, so. exactly. So, interesting. I, I've i actually quite enjoyed this. I, I was a little bit kind of like, oh, God, what is this episode going to be like? Yeah, We're yeah, just yeah. trying. But then we had that with the Newcastle Brown as well. But that, yeah, that's very like, true. Oh, my God. it's, a, but, it's There's things to talk about. Yeah. It's not just shit. <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is that we did have two other beers alongside which were a bit more kind of yeah true like true, flavorful true. whereas like these it was like i mean we're going for three of just the most iconic american lagers you can get a hold of but yeah. that, all of them brewed in the uk by the way yes <laughs> yeah yeah interesting i presume you can get them imported but why why would people do that yeah because the the, the the ingredients will be well the ingredients but the recipe will be exactly the same they'll be brewed to a very specific recipe mm. uh there'll be no room for maneuver no, um, no and i imagine they've got very highly trained consistency tasters and stuff as well and yeah i imagine it's a robot blending and i imagine it's a robot yeah some sort of robot that does it she comes on beep boop beep i shall blend <laughs> budweiser yes <laughs> uh, right on that note on that note yes i think uh, we probably best wrap this up so we can get all the rest yeah. of us drank off yeah. um so yeah if you've got um any questions about the recipe or anything like that um or you've got any advice or you've got any questions of anything get in touch with us on the twitter at by the mash ton um you can get in contact with us on facebook you can get in t- contact us with uh gmail uh at by the mash ton or not at by the mash ton by the mash ton at gmail <laughs> yeah get there in the end um and yeah so if you've got any questions ask us if we don't know the answer 
we will either point you in the right direction or we will find out the answer for you and let you know. Uh, if you've got any questions on equipment or ingredients or anything like that, do get in contact with our partners um, at The Malt Miller. Again, online, themaltmiller.co.uk, or you can get in contact with them mm-hmm. on Twitter. And they've got a new website now as they well. They have got it's a new website, nice. and it is very fancy. I used it for building the recipe ah. for this one. Um, so, yeah, if you do want to have a bit of a go at this, get onto the Malt Miller's website and order the recipe pack. Um, yeah. It is really simple. Just make sure you've got good temperature control. Um, other than that, uh, I haven't yeah. really got much else to kind uh, of... I think for next episode... Oh, yeah, what are you doing? Well, I'm I'm probably going to be getting a new fermenter, and so I'm doing one last hurrah in my big old plastic bucket. Which is... Uh, so I'm going to do an, a Berlin of ice with, with all the all the ugly, bugly nasties oh. in there, and uh, just basically if yeah, it a turns nice out really off. well, are you going to keep it? If if it turns out fantastic, then yeah, I'll, I'll use it just for Berlin of ices. Nice, yeah, that's all the plan. Right. Well, I look forward to that. Cool. All right, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.